0: And finally, start Loving Monday with your host, Courtney Blake.
1: Courtney Courtney Blake. (laughs) Courtney Blake. That's a strong name. That's a pretty cool name. Yeah, Courtney Blake. You have
0: my permission to use my name. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get stuff done, and finally start Loving Monday with your host, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton.
1: What's up, Blake?
0: Hey, Courtney. How you doing? I'm doing great. Courtney? I'm
2: gonna ask you a question, but I know the answer. You do, don't you? Hate missing a goal.
1: I hate missing falling goals.
2: short. You I did your hate best, it. but doggone it, you missed it.
1: Yeah, everybody in this company knows I hate missing goals. You do. I hate it. It, it just when you miss a goal, it's just it's like failure.
2: Yeah, I. I, this honestly is why I resist, or I should say used to resist even setting goals because it's such a crappy feeling to feel like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this. Or, you know, the new year's resolution or whatever, like, oh, well this year I'm going to, you know, I'm going to increase my income three X. And then, you know, you go and you're like, oh, actually. eh, Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And you tell all the people and then (laughs) all the people know about your goal. (laughs) Exactly. And then you don't hit your goal. And you're like, uh, just kidding. I can't actually follow through with what I say I'm gonna do. It's embarrassing.
2: And a lot of people have goals and they just never really make progress on it. And it can be just a, a really negative cycle. And, and and for me, maybe you you choose to not set a goal because of that, or or maybe you just keep trucking forward, but you just, you know, feel a sense of failure. It's it's frustrating and you start to wonder, man, do I is it, does goal setting even work? Do I even have what it takes?
1: Things like that. Oh, yeah. It it makes you just say, you know what? Maybe I'll set a goal, but it'll be a goal like I know I can hit, (laughs) (laughs) which is like not a goal, actually. Eat lunch
2: today. Yeah.
1: I did it. (laughs) I'm winning at life.
2: (laughs) Right. Well, there's actually a better way. You don't have to totally lower your standards and you don't have to be overwhelmed. Today, we are going to help you with this.
1: Yeah, we're going to show you a simple way to make progress on your goals, and it's called the Weekly Big Three. Now, that may be, if you've listened to our other podcast episodes, you might be like, Weekly Big Three, Daily Big Three. You've heard us kind of use this language before, and you're right. Uh, We've done an episode on your Daily Big Three, but this is actually going to go up a level and look at your Weekly Big Three. These all work together, um, and as you listen to this podcast, we're going to help show you that framework.
2: Before we jump in, let's just go around and do some quick introductions. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, thanks for making it a part of your day. Verbs, say hello to the people. Thanks for being with us. You are
0: a producer Great to have you here, man. Thank you for that uh, introduction and apologies on that name mix up. But uh, glad to be here today. Just want to remind the listeners that we actually we're glad they're here listening also. And if you know someone else that needs to listen, then please share this podcast. We're using the uh, hashtag focus on this podcast on all the social channels. So wherever you find yourself on social media, please share this with someone, you know, who you think will benefit from it greatly.
2: Now, earlier, you heard us talk about the Daily Big Three in a previous episode. It was actually our first episode. And it's a similar concept where we are going to choose three achievements that you want to focus on for your week. And not just three things that are going to make you feel good or just three things you think you might be able to do, but actually to connect those three achievements towards your goals. So these will help you stay on track throughout the quarter, throughout the year, The weekly big three helps you hit your goals.
1: So when it comes to productivity, it's all about leverage, not volume.
2: And if you've started with the daily big three, that's great. This is kind of going to up the ante a little bit more and go, okay, well, what about the week? How could I limit the main three things in my week?
1: You're probably thinking, okay, yeah, maybe daily big three, but week, that seems a little overwhelming, but we're going to get in to how to choose those right away. So the first one is you're going to focus on leverage, not volume. And we've already mentioned that. This is so important. All tasks are not created equal. And when we treat them like they're equal, that's a recipe for failure.
2: Exactly. It, it's it's hard to not just think about, well, here's what I've got to do today. Here's what i got to do the next day. And just in that sense, you're always playing catch up. I was going to make a dad joke about condiments, mustard. I'm not going to do it. Let's <laughs> well, just I've spared the listeners from that. Um right. So you need to focus on leverage, the things that are really going to move the needle, not just doing more. The next guideline you got to think about is to focus on next steps, not project plans.
1: Oh, this one's so good. This is
2: my this is my favorite one. I've highlighted it. I made a note on
1: it. Yeah, and if you happen to lead people, if you're not thinking about next steps, you're literally dragging the whole team down because they don't know where you're going. So when I'm looking at my uh, weekly big three, I'm always thinking, okay, what decisions, what what do I need to be focused on this week that makes sure that the team, once they get to their part of any projects that we're working on, that they've got what they need to move forward?
2: Right. So the key is next steps. And these have to be action-oriented. That's that's really what makes the difference. If, you know, you're thinking about a big three, and, you know, one of my uh, goals is, you know, we have these uh, sales goals. You know, I'm on our sales team here at Michael Hyatt and & Company, and so I may think, oh, you know, I, I better, like, have great sales or, you know, to, to go work on X project. And it's sort of this general thing that you can't, that's not a next step. That's just a general idea of what you might need to work on to break it down into action steps of, okay, what is actually the, the big action that I can literally do? If what you've written down, in other words, in your planner cannot literally be done, that's kind of a problem. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally.
1: That's a great, that's a great hack on this.
2: So so to finish that example, like what I would write down is make 150 calls to prospects.
1: Yeah. So what you're doing there is you're focused on what the next step is, not the project plan, not, it's not theoretical. It is what you can do this week. And then once you get further down the road, you're going to basically, you know, look at that each day. Once you have that weekly big three if you get lost in the project plans and thinking about all the things that have to happen to get a project done, you will get lost. So the the goal is to think of the next step as part of your weekly big three, and that'll really help you focus on how to get it done.
2: Great. So focus on leverage, not volume. Focus on next steps, not project plans. The third guideline we've got for you is focus on important, not urgent. And this is this is especially so with the weekly big three. Obviously, there's going to be some level of urgency, but a lot of us, we just jump into our week thinking, oh gosh, well, I have to do this, I have to do this. And there's so many things that are very urgent, like your email inbox, for instance. It feels urgent. There's notifications popping up. People are asking you questions. Other people are trying to insert themselves into your week, into your agenda. It's hard, right, mm-hmm. to not just focus on the urgent. In the weekly big three, you really want to, you really want to think about, well, what is actually important to me towards uh, hitting my big goals. I'll give a, I'll give a personal example for this. So, one of my life domains is my marriage, my my relational connection with my spouse. And when you're really busy, guess what? Your marriage is it's important, but if if it's urgent sometimes that's not a good thing right you don't really want that to be feeling like it's super super urgent like oh yeah. my gosh oh our anniversary is tonight i need to need to make a plan totally. right so but it's really important to always be kind of sowing seeds and so i've you know and i was doing my weekly preview a couple weeks ago i was like man i really i need to be pursuing my wife more yeah and i actually had to put something you know something into my weekly big 3 that was important and it was not urgent. She wasn't going to check on me. No one was going to slap my wrist if it didn't happen, but it was important, not urgent. And it makes all the difference. If
1: you don't do these things, a lot of times these tasks just, these are the things that if you're not intentional about, they just won't happen. They're really the achievements that need to happen. They're so important, but we let the urgent just wash over these things. Like and they don't happen. So, for example, you know, we've got um, we're wanting to relaunch MichaelHyatt.com. It's not urgent because we've got all these other promotions and things like driving an urgency. It's hugely important, but if we don't take the time to be intentional about it and set it as part of our weekly goal, it just won't happen.
2: Exactly, it, it, the weekly big three is going to have a huge influence on your daily actions and on your daily big three. That's part of my morning ritual is to actually look back what are my weekly big three. I To, to use my example of marriage, like the, the achievement, I guess, for that week was, you know what, I want to have an amazing uh, date night on Friday night. Well, that actually is going to require some actions throughout the week. Otherwise, I wait until friday at 4 49 p.m and go oh right uh you cool with netflix you know like <laughs> <and> <laughs> no it doesn't actually make for a super romantic evening right right but when i make that as a, hey if i can if i can get that that means that uh i will have had to think ahead of time maybe i you know i i write my wife a note that was something that was on my big three today was to just leave a note for my wife because i know that that's helping our connection, going to help, help us have a great time at the end of the week. Does that make sense?
1: Totally. I think that's so key. I think what you're getting at is just being intentional. And a lot of times, the urgent tasks that get put on our list, the things that we end up working on and getting done are other people's tasks that they're putting on our to-do list.
2: So here's what you can expect if you start working from a weekly big three. One, you'll see huge progress towards your goals. Two, you're going to feel in control at work, and, and in your home life, I think. I think you feel a sense of peaceful control. And as a bonus, your weekends are so much better. When you have your weekly big three and you know, oh, great, here's what I need to do this week to really move forward and hit my goals. Uh, when you check that last one off on Friday, I mean, I have some of my most relaxing weekends when I've when I've taken the time to set a weekly big three.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. It's all about intentionality, and what is it's? You're not gonna end the day or end the week thinking, "Oh man, I worked really hard, but I didn't get anything done." You're not gonna go home and say that, which the weight that that lifts off of you is just huge.
2: Absolutely great. So let's recap. To choose your weekly big three, you want to follow these guidelines. One, you got to focus on leverage, not volume. Do you remember the second one?
1: Yep, focus on next steps, not project plans.
2: Three, you want to focus on the important stuff, not just the urgent stuff.
1: So as always, we want to talk more about how this works, and we've got a guest coming on to tell us how this actually works in their life. Uh, But before we do that, Verbs, what do you have for us today?
0: Thank you, Courtney. We just want to remind everybody listening to share this podcast with a friend. If you know someone who wants to be more productive, Share this episode on social media with the hashtag FocusOnThisPodcast and be sure to tag your friends. Also, don't forget to check out the Facebook community dedicated to productivity and using the planner. Just search for Full Focus Planner community right there on Facebook. Now let's get to our guest, Eddie Bohr. Hello. Eddie, how are you doing, man?
2: Good. Tell uh, our audience listening, what do you do for a living? Um,
3: I am a designer and a brand developer for, I guess, music industry people mostly, not exclusively, but a freelancer.
2: The focus of our show, we talk a lot about the Full Focus Planner. Um, So as a planner user, tell me, how did you get started with that?
3: Um, Well, I've always been a big fan of... uh, planners i had the franken planner for years and years and that kind of died out and we tried the digital versions for a bit and then when this one came out i've kind of kept an eye on whatever uh, michael's doing And this book just seemed like like an upgraded franken planner so i've been using it for about a year and a half now i'm on my sixth book and uh i really enjoy it but i just like having written versus digital i know that Sometimes I wish there was a digital, but I just like writing it. It just feels better. (laughs) So I've always kind of gone that way, except for the dark age of, you know, like two or three years where I tried to do it all online.
1: Yeah. Do you feel like this helps you actually achieve more by having a paper planner? Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, I was kind of thinking about it, um, just reviewing the thought of, using this planner and the fact that it's called the full focus. I think what it does do for me is that it keeps me focused, um, which is throughout the day when I can pop it up, regardless what emails or text or project I have on my computer screen, I can just slide my book over and just look at, Hey, am I doing something on this list that I'm supposed to be doing? Or what I'm doing instead of something on the list, should I add it to that list? Does it deserve to end up on my day at some point? So I feel like that's where I I'm constantly pulling that over throughout the day and, so, you know, it's three o'clock and I feel like I've accomplished so much more than if I just, you know, not had that list. And, and the other thing I really use is that Monday morning for me, I just kind of review the, the week prior and I just feel like by noon on Monday, I just feel like I got a good grasp of what this week could be. Not that it actually ends up being that way, but I feel like I have a grasp on what the week could be.
2: So it sounds like you just get a lot more clarity on what you need to focus on throughout the week.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: That's awesome. The subject specifically from the planner that we're talking about today is the weekly big three. You mentioned you know, going through and kind of reviewing your week. Do you set a weekly big three? Is that something that you do?
3: Um I probably don't. I do set a big weekly three, but I feel like that's where it's a, a hole in my, in my, at the end of the week. I feel like it's constantly something I look at. I'm like my big three, either they weren't big enough or they were way too big. So I don't ever feel like I get to cross them off with, or put the check mark there. Like I'd hoped either like, Oh, I went out because I just said, you know, go grocery shopping. And that was not big enough. <laughs> or there was something that was something that was way too big. So I, I feel like that's the one thing in my week that I'm just trying to hone in on and trying to like master, like pushing myself to do something big enough during the week, but not be like, Oh, that was, that was way too big. And so we're just going to roll it to the next week again and roll it to the next week. Um, so I think I use that other, my list of the weekly things, I guess the section on the page before I'm, I probably looked to that throughout the week too much. Um, yeah, but, you mean,
2: you mean the, uh, the list of tasks like throughout yeah. the week that you want to accomplish and you're kind of pulling and choosing yeah. from that.
3: Yeah. And you, I know that that list, I mean, the way that the book suggests is like, Hey, you write all your tasks out or, you know, picking what you have to do as task or things that maybe it would be a task that related to a goal from your annual or quarter goal. I probably haven't done a good job of that. I just kind of make a whole new list of my top three. Like these are the big things I want to do this week outside of that task. But then I end up having to get those things done on the task list. So I'm just, now I'm talking this out with you. I'm, I'm really.
1: Hey, this is fun. I'm actually excited.
0: This is planner um, Eddie, yeah. <laughs> let, let me
1: ask you a question and this is putting you on the spot. So you can say no, but would you tell us what your weekly big three are for this week? Mm. Or could you, you want to do last week?
3: Well, yeah, no.
1: Well, what those we're going to pa- do... Those are pages turning I love there. it. What we're going to do, yeah. if you will share with us what your weekly big yeah, three is, well, we're going to talk you through maybe some suggestions that you could try.
3: Yeah, well, I, um, for my big three, I'd said, define one, define what I'm selling just as, as my, as my personal freelance business, like define, a, like have a definition of better what I sell. So when someone on a podcast ask you, what do you do? <laughs> I, I can answer better than I did. But see, for me, that's like a pretty big thing. And there's not a, an actionable thing. And so I, I feel like that's, Like, that's what I wrote. And then I have...
1: You're pretty good at coaching yourself on this.
3: So can we rewrite
1: that one for you?
3: Um, and then my other, my my second was to invoice X amount of money this week, um which I'm not going to tell you how much. And then I have a big soccer weekend this weekend with my kids. One's one's here in town and one's in Atlanta. And I just kind of have to rope that in together, like pulling that together as a dad, but also trying to like make the most out of it too be a fun you know, dad and hang out and, and bond with my kids. So those are my three, but I think checking that off, all three of those on you know, next Monday, is probably going to be hard. I mean, soccer's going to happen regardless of whether I, whether I planned it or not, but that's like renting the car and making hotel plans and trying to figure out the best places to eat according to Yelp and that kind of stuff would be mm-hmm. what I'd do in that, but I don't know.
1: Well, it sounds like your original weekly big three – we're pretty solid weekly big three items. It sounds like they're actionable. Define your what you do. Mm, right?
2: I, yeah. Well, here's the thing. So we 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 have the daily big three too, Eddie. Is that something that you do? I do. So the daily big three to me sometimes is almost easier to tackle because you're just looking at the one day and the and those are big tasks. Things like, oh, I've gotta, you know, you know, for instance, hey, I'm gonna send these three invoices or follow up with these three clients, whatever that may be but it sounds like especially with this first one maybe we can just look at that one define what i'm selling as your big 3 cuz that's a big thing to define your offer what makes the big 3 different is that these are you know we would almost call them achievements right versus a uh, tasks so they okay. will inherent right. they'll they will carry with them almost a sub list of things that you would need to do that maybe would show up in your daily big three throughout the week.
1: Right. I think it's a good first stab, but I think what you're missing is making it more specific.
2: Mm -hmm. So is
1: there a way that we could rewrite that to make it more specific for what would actually be done?
2: So for instance, Eddie, uh, I don't, do you have, um, a personal website for this freelance business? Um,
3: I have a URL, a URL. <laughs> sure. But, so, uh, it's it's long- a web page, not a website. Sure. But um,
1: what, what about this? Eddie, what is your end product? What are you trying to have at the end of defining this?
3: build that website just going through story brand really is what i'm kind of going through and so going through those chapters because i needed something actionable to get my website done so my annual quarter it's just one of those things that's been floating out there and so building that website at the end of the year like something that i can when someone asks what my website is, I don't flinch. Um, cause I, I do help people build websites, but my own, has just been tough. So working through that. So that actionable point from my quarter is going to your story brand book with Don Miller. So defining what I, what I'm selling is, I feel like it's part of, you know, somewhere in those chapters.
2: Or really, you know, I, I, I would say is Eddie, you need a, a clearer finish line. So One of the reasons I'm guessing as someone that has worked freelance before is when you're in your own head, you can kind of stay there. And so to define what you're selling, you can be the editor and make edits at any moment. So what maybe I would suggest is clarify that finish line a little little bit. So you know, you mentioned StoryBrand. Shout out to StoryBrand, Don Miller, and those teams. They're friends of ours. Uh, We also have have gone through that. They've gone through some of our programs. Maybe it is, hey, I'm going to do – step one and two of that process and then email my results to someone that's going to hold you accountable. And so you'll know whether or not you won if you've sent that email or if you haven't. That's just an example of of sort of clarifying, hey, I'm going to email Verbs uh, my three-line elevator pitch. Let's just say that was it. And so there's either an email in your outbox to Verbs on Friday with that three-line pitch or there's not. Uh, That's how you know whether or not you won. That would be an achievement that is going to take. Maybe it's reading through the chapters. Maybe it's having a conversation. But uh, a clearer finish line, I think, will help you feel better about that.
1: Eddie, here's what I want to do. I think it would be great if you're willing to take some of this feedback that we've given. And maybe we touch base in a few weeks again on the podcast.
2: Yeah. Oh, accountability. Oh, yeah. it got real.
1: <laughs> it did get real. Uh, So what if we say, you know, in a few weeks, yeah, we'll see if you can take some of these things, you know, listen to this episode again, maybe once a week, even if you need to, to just reconfirm what you need to do to reframe these weekly big three to be successful. And then we'll talk again. I'm down. All right. This has been a blast.
2: Eddie, thank you so much, man. You got, we got real. You took us to what it looks like in real life to go through this. It's going to be so valuable. I guarantee there's people listening that are dealing with this exact same stuff. So I appreciate you sharing.
3: Very cool. Thanks, guys.
1: Thank you.
2: What a great call. You know, it was oh, different yeah. than some of the, the other calls we had. People were kind of sharing, oh, you know, I'm crushing this. Uh, this is how I use this. I love doing this. And with Eddie, you know, we got to a part where, if we're honest, we've all been there, where there's all some right. aspect of the planner, of the system, where it's like, yeah, I'm kind of having a hard time fleshing this out. And some weeks, I feel like I, I really nail it. Other weeks, I kind of miss it. I mean, I know I could relate to what he was sharing. Could you?
1: Oh, yeah. And listen, we're always learning better ways to use it and use the framework. I'm really excited to talk to him again in a few weeks and see how this has impacted him. Uh,
2: That that what we just did. I love that you kind of inserted a chance to be accountable. And so if you're having trouble, you know, Verbs had mentioned we've got a Facebook community where you can share some of these things. We call it the Full Focus Planner Community. Pretty creative name.
1: So creative. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have got to blame like Google and Facebook, like search engines for our lack of creativity.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's great.
1: So everybody has big projects or goals they they want to achieve. Just like Eddie, just like guys. The problem is that real work, in quotes, can keep us from making progress on our goals, which is super frustrating and We can get to the end of the year and look back and be like, well, I didn't do what I wanted to do, but that can change. And when you choose your weekly big three, three accomplishments that you can achieve every single week, I promise you, you will trade that frustration for achievement.
2: Week by week, you're going to see you're making real progress on your goals and you're going to feel really on top of your game and in control.
1: So thanks for joining us on Focus on This.
2: Absolutely. And thanks again to our guest, Eddie. Uh, This is the most productive podcast on the internet, so share it with your friends, folks. Spread the word.
1: That's right. Hashtag Focus on This podcast. And we'll see you right back here on Focus on This next Monday when we'll tell you about the secret formula for success.
2: Ooh, secret formula. Yeah,
1: it's very scientific. (laughs) Awesome. Legit, it
2: We'll make sure to tune in
0: for that. And until then,
1: stay Stay focused. focused!
0: This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by The Quick Win, a free weekly newsletter with leadership lessons from Michael Hyatt. Find out more at FocusOnThisPodcast.com slash Quick Win.